The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bet, sports betting research platform for parlays, player boxing, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bet app or visit hybets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month to start making smarter bets today. I'm just about that action, boss. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NFL Gaming Podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. No me, no voice, no guys. Me, really, bro. Really, bro. It's Rob Furman Jr. here at your service. And I'm telling you right now, some things you just rinse and repeat. And unfortunately, last year, the lowly, the disgusting, the trash, the abysmal franchise that is the New York Giants ruined one of my favorite Thanksgiving bets. But it's back this year, and oh boy, I can't wait to talk to you about it. Got Scott Studio right show with me. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Doing pretty well. Looking forward to the Thanksgiving game. Should be fun. Uh, so looking forward to those three. Besides that, big news on the Twitter post of the lock, dog, and teaser. I finally hit a lock. It feels great. <laughs> it feels fantastic. I've been so trash on that damn post. I'm convinced my picks are absolutely cursed on that. But anyway, yeah, not a bad week for the NFL for me. Uh, so you know, mostly... Wait, what? No, I was just going to say we agreed on your lock this week, but... I didn't bet it because you locked it up, and I thought that you were going to put some stench on it. I literally was like, man, I really did like that under, but the fact that Scott put it on the post, I don't want – because some of that stuff really – like you've had good angles on some of them plays, and this just literally has not gone your way. And I'm yeah. like, no. Nice. It's just one of those where like the other sports and football in general has been good for me, but for whatever reason, that post is just cursed for me. But I ended up winning, so now we're going to try a winning streak uh, later on, but still – Point is, it should be a fun three games. Looking forward to Thanksgiving, obviously. And, of course, we both hit the – I think we both hit our locks last week, right? Did we? Yeah. Because I okay. – I, I, mm, what was last week? Oh, yeah, we took – I, I, I took had Ravens. the under in the Jets-Bills game. No, that's the – no, that's the um, – oh, uh, oh, yeah, whatever. Okay, yeah, that for too. Thursday, yeah. For Thursday. Yeah, we, we, we had the Ravens dominating. I had the Ravens first yep. half. You had them full game. So that worked out well. Yep. So – uh, yeah, can't complain. All right. First game up, 12.30 on the East Coast. We have the Detroit Lions minus 7.5 going up against the Green Bay Packers. Injury news that really matters is Aaron Jones is not playing in this game. Oh, excuse me. I got the hiccups. Whoa. Aaron Jones isn't playing in this game. All right, Scott. Because I need your help. Because everybody and their mom is playing Detroit minus 7.5. I like the pack. My mom actually just texted me and said, hey, did you see that this Detroit line is minus seven and a half and Aaron Jones isn't playing? And she was like, she's about to get down on a bit. So my question here is like, how do I not? How do I not bet the Lions? I'm on the Packers in this one. 
I think it's too many. You're points. insane. How are you on the Packers? I mean, I want to be Packers, on them too, please, please convince me. I want to be on them too, but convince me. I think the, first of all, I think the Packers have not been as bad lately. Now, facing off against the Chargers defense definitely helps. But to be fair, the Lions got kind of cooked by the Bears for about three quarters. Or yep. they, were, they were playing poorly in that game. Shout out to them, though. I had them in Survivor. So shout out to the Lions for coming back. But anyway, point is, I think that in a division game like this in Thanksgiving – I just think it's too many points. I think Green Bay is not as bad as they're saying that they are. I think that the Lions defensively are kind of a mess, and nobody's talked about it, at least as much as they should. I'm not saying the Lions are going to lose this game, but I think it's going to be close. I think Green Bay hangs in there. I think they're going to end up losing a respectable matchup. I like the over in this game. I see a lot of points. But I do think you're going to end up seeing some type of, if I had to guess a score, 30-24 to type game. I'm on the over, but I do think that the Packers cover. And fade in the public's a nice touch. Yeah. <sighs> All right. I'm with you. You got me. Give me Packers plus seven and a half. I really don't have any handicap for this. I think the Packers are going to get destroyed, but there's no reason that we should be taking the Lions on Thanksgiving when everybody's betting the Lions. How often are the Lions favored on Thanksgiving? Better question. I couldn't tell you. I honestly could not tell you. It's not many times. It really, it probably hasn't been many times. And if it is, there's no way they've been favored by over a touchdown. Yeah, sure. I, the and, and the over or no? I don't think they're yeah, good. I, do. but I have to I, that I, I they have been better the last couple of weeks. Yeah, they have been playing a little bit better, but I mean, I think they've been playing. Aaron Jones was a part of it, and so really, a no Aaron Jones Packers team is just not a team that I want anything apart. You know, anything to do with But I've been doing Green Bay Radio over the course of the year, and they really like me over here. So I'm going to take the Packers with you. Packers, plus something that. I will point out, though, the Green, Green Bay's receiving core is pretty injured. You mentioned Aaron Jones. Wicks is in protocol. Uh, I think uh, their tight end might be injured. So keep an eye out for that. But I don't know. I think seven and a half is too many for a team that can't stop anybody. All right. Uh, I'm going under in all of these games, so you don't have to ask me about my thoughts on total. If you like an over, let me know, but I'm going under in all these games. I'll leave Thanksgiving, the I don't trust Thanksgiving, team, people want to play with, be with their families, really don't care about playing this game. I think all these games are low scoring. All right. Whew. We're about to fly through these. Holy crap. Oh, well, let's just go ahead. You got any first, Do you have a first touchdown in this game? Yeah. Uh, so I do have – I ended up breaking it up into two first touchdown scores per game because I just didn't want to do four for this many games. Yeah. Uh, so with the props, by the way, I want to – I'll do the touchdown first. Uh, first touchdown, I got one from each team. I got Laporta at 10-1. to 1. Green Bay gave up a touchdown to Smart last week, a backup tight end. Shout out to uh, Sean and uh, Kramer for having the touchdown there for Smart. Uh, but you're looking at uh, Laporta. He has four touchdowns this season. So I think he's a solid price. And I like Dobbs at 18 to 1. He's had a touchdown in four of the last five games. So he's been mm-hmm. a red zone threat for the team. And his pass defense has not exactly been great. So I'll go with Dobbs at 18 to 1 and Laporta at 10 to 1 as my two touchdowns. All right. Uh, we were we were about mm, trying to remember. I think we we're about 20 yards short of getting that Green Bay Packers first touchdown score last time. I'll run it back at 45 to 1. And give me my guy Brock Wright. Because on Thanksgiving, it just feels like Brock White first touchdown is the way to go. Forty to one. I'm going. I'm going huge for Thanksgiving. Pause. But going with some very very large first touchdown bets. But uh, those are two that I'll give out for that game for sure. All right. 
anything else for this one before I move on to my lock? Yes, I like Jordan Love over in pass attempts at about 33 and a half at minus Ooh. 105. You know, he's casually had at least 40 pass attempts in three of the last four games. Man, my shoulder, I feel like my shoulder would hurt. It's a lot. But yeah, I know, A. Scott. It was crazy. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. It was crazy. My, I, said, I got it. I got it. Appreciate it. Aaron Jones is uh, not probably going to play. A.J. Dillon, not very good. So I can see them throwing the ball a lot against this team. Give me give me the over. And if I'm wrong and the lines do blow out the Packers, the game flow should be nice with them getting seven and a half. So give me the give me the uh, Jordan Love over 33 and a half pass attempts. And that's game of the slate. Well, before we do that, let me go ahead and talk to you about Bet365 because they're the world's favorite sports book. Trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Props, sides, totals, live betting. I mean, you have the player milestones where you can go and you can ladder. Like, it's the great way to just ladder players right there. And they have early payouts where in the NFL, if your team go up 17 points, you you win. You ain't even got to worry about the rest of the game. They will cash your bet out just like that. Even in a parlay, they'll give you a win on the parlay if they go up 17-plus points. So, And you can get a 30% NFL profit boost on your same-game parlay. Sign up today and choose from either a $1,000 no-sweat bet or a bet $5. Get 150 in bonus bets. Just head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. So that's bet365. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com. So that's bet365. Problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Commanders on road. Who are we? The Commanders. Go and play the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Cowboys are laying 12. 49 is the total. This is the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. I want to look up the last couple of Thanksgiving games. I know Dallas hasn't been great to beat the Giants last year, but the Giants were terrible, so I don't know if that matters. Uh, let me see the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. They're bad. Recently, they've been bad. Since, I just want to look it up. Since 2011, the Cowboys are 1-8 and 1-11 and ATS on Thanksgiving. Thank you to the Giants. And Dak Prescott is 1-5 ATS on Turkey Day. Thank you to the Giants. Again, 11. 11. 11 is the, is the number. 11. 12. Well, it's 12 now. It's 12. I'm telling you right now. I don't care. And ever, now here we go. Eric's in the chat. Cowboys have something to play for. This is what happens. This is what happens. This is how they lose to the commanders on Thanksgiving. It's happened before. I've seen it happen before. I'm sorry, man. I, I, as a fan of a team in the NFC East, I've seen this story happen so many times. And I'm telling you right now, it's clear. They are going to lose this game. The the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde that's been going on with the commanders over the course of the entire season. They just had a bad game where they actually lost to the Giants. Scott, do I have a breaking news drop on this one? I hope so. I do. Scott, do you know that the commanders lost to the Giants last week? I, I saw that DeVito did a great job and I'm sure his mom made him a special dinner. Yo, they lost to the Giants. I'm so I went, DeVito, by the way for admitting publicly that he lives with his mom. Shout out to DeVito for that. Hey man, when you when you got millions of dollars, yeah, sure, you live with your mom. Oh, oh with his contract, he does not have millions of dollars. <laughs> 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 he does not have millions of dollars, man. He, he probably has less right. money than Brock Purdy. No, I'm talking about the mob, man. I'm talking oh, about the mob, not his oh, contract. Sure. The mob. All right. So I, know, I imagine like uh wedding crashers, it's just like Wolf Ferrell. 
just like, hey, mom, the meatloaf. Like, that's kind of how I imagine DeVito when he has his friends over. It's kind of what I'm expecting. But anyway, if you get that so, reference, you get that reference. On Sunday, I went to go see the play Rent. If you haven't seen it, very good play, actually. Like, I saw the movie. Movie was pretty good. But yeah, like, I'm. I was really surprised. Very, very good play. I, I recommend that you go see it if it's playing around anywhere. It's a pretty good play. But I'm also like watching the uh, Cowboys game, and I'm telling my girl next to me, and I'm like, hey, the Giants are winning. <laughs> and I'm like, they're, they're not going to score again. And then they scored again. And then they scored again. And then they won the game. And I'm like, okay, oh, so my I got to pause and ask you a question. I'm a, was it her decision to see Rent, or was that your decision to see Rent? It was my decision, but it was based off of something she wanted to do. She said, okay. I want to see Rent. And I said, okay, let's go see it. So she Smart accepted man. the idea into your head. Okay, yep. cool. Yep. All right. A. Scott said Rent is the top five play of all time. Really? I don't know any other four plays to put, so I guess I have them in my top five, but yeah. I saw Book of Mormon and Wicked. It was a really good play. I think play. those are like, the two really that I've seen in my lifetime. Book of Mormon, S tier, top tier stuff. Wicked was pretty good, too. Book of Mormon. Okay. I got to check that stuff out. That's I might be a play. Craters of South Park. They just make fun of Mormon. I actually didn't think like I liked musicals, and I don't like most musicals, but that was, that was cool. That was cool. I heard the Michael right. Jackson one was very good. This is how I get us on a tyrant, and we'd be talking about anything. Well, Eric is Eric, Eric has <laughs> the tyrant's the completely separate element there, but I think you mean tangent. But yes, tangent. Oh yeah, I said the wrong word. <laughs> so no, so yeah, Eric is going crazy. Eric, are you a Cowboys fan? Eric is going crazy in the chat. Appreciate you hopping in the chat, though. Appreciate the six people hopping in the chat. This is more than we ever have in here. But uh, he said the Giants blitz defense caused three fumbles and three interceptions. Yeah, we did. I'm telling you, the Giants, and that's why they're going to win this game, because they got so embarrassed by the Giants last week, and this is only a get-up spot. I mean, there's nothing else you can tell me. It's Commanders plus 11. It's Commanders on the money line. I'm actually on the fence on this one. I I really would have instantly taken the Cowboys if the Commanders won that game against the Giants. Yep. And now it's interesting because it is the it is a spot where, you know, Commanders have to have some pride. Having said that, Rivera's a joke, and I can't believe he stole the head coach. So I think if Ron Rivera was going to get blown out on Thanksgiving to get fired, the narrative is there for that to happen, where they lose by 20 and then Rivera's out of a job right right after the Thanksgiving meal. Wouldn't shock me. Uh, I'm also not even sure if Ron Rivera celebrates Thanksgiving. That's a separate story. But anyway, I think <laughs> I, I, I think he has Native American descent, so I, I, I don't know if he actually celebrates Thanksgiving. But anyway, point is, I do think that you're looking at a spot where the Cowboys should be able to throw the ball for about 400 yards if they want to. The commander's pass defense is insanely bad. And if you actually follow the uh, tweets that we do, the lock dog and teaser stuff, we did a special one for Thanksgiving. My dog was Dak 300 plus passing yards. I like plus 168. They can't stop the pass. Also also the problem I have with the commanders, they can't block anybody. I'm concerned that Parsons is going to absolutely demolish the offensive line of this team. The Cowboys need the game. The defense creates a lot of turnovers. Halloween turnover prone. But I do acknowledge that 11 is a lot of points for a team that historically has not been very good on Turkey Day. It was 12 and a half. That was 12 and – okay. Uh, I, I did it uh, – that's right. I did these lines yesterday. Sorry. So it's at 12 now. Um, <sighs> just come on, man. You know what? I'm just going to do it. Give me the Cowboys. I'm going to do it. Oh, my God. I like the oh overs, man, I can't. Oh, I the can't. Can we do a show one. bet? Can we have a show bet on this? Honestly, we haven't I'm had so, a show bet in like three weeks. I'm, so yeah, I'm, I'm up to nothing I'm on so you, locked so in we'll on the commanders it. winning yeah, this game. I'm up, so I'm up to nothing it. on you. Sure, why not? Yeah, this one. Be the one. All right. He's got Dallas minus twelve. We'll go with twelve. Yeah, we'll go with twelve. That's fine. 
All right, he's got Dallas minus 12. I got Commanders plus 12. Uh, we'll add that to the show docket. All right, anything else for this one? Uh, yes. I mentioned the Dak passing yards. I like Dak completions. Uh, 24 and a half completions for Dak is even money. He's had at least 25 completions in each of the last four games. He's had at least 25 completions in seven of the last nine. Commander's pass defense got torched by DeVito. Don't need to say anything else. First touchdown scores, I got Ferguson at 11-1, to and I got Schoonmaker at 33-1. to Commanders have allowed five touchdowns to opposing tight ends in the last seven weeks. Five touchdowns to tight ends in the last seven weeks. Give me both Dallas tight ends. Are you on mute? I can't tell if you accidentally muted yourself. Can't you? uh, I might have been. Yeah. Okay. No, I was saying I love that play and that tight end play. I had to say tight end play, so I'm with you. All right. Let's see here. Yeah, we got one more. Yep. San Francisco 49ers on the road going to play the Seattle Seahawks. San Francisco 49ers laying seven. 44 is the total here. They're good again, right? Uh, I don't know. I think so. I don't think it was anything. I think, we, I mean, I I predicted like two of those losses. So I, I, I don't want to say that I think they're not good because I predicted the losses. But no, nah, let's just lay seven. I see six and a half still available at like a spot or two. I'm taking six and a half. I've been, critis- I've been critical of Seattle for weeks. I'm still waiting on that Geno interception. He's been overdue for about three weeks. I don't think Geno's that good. No shame in it. You know, he revived his career. I don't think he's mm-hmm. that great. And I think the Niners are going to kill them because they always do. Uh, I think the problem that Seattle runs into is the fact that the Niners are better up front. Uh, they got Chase Young and Bosa remembered how to play football. So I think that the Seattle passing game is going to struggle because they can't protect Geno. Uh, Kenneth Walker's probably not going to play. I think Charbonnet is good. There's still a drop off there. And Debo's owned this team. Kittle's owned this team. Purdy's been really good. He had a perfect passer rating last week against Tampa. Tampa's defense sucks, but still, that's still a good showing there. Give me the Niners. They're still in a race right now for the NFC West. I think they end the race uh, on Thursday. I think the Niners route them. Give me the Niners by like 14. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to tell myself on Seattle, but it's like watching them even in wins. It's like they don't look good. I really do want to sell myself on Seattle being good, but I don't think I think there's a difference of class here. Even though they're in the same division, I really do think there's a difference in class here. And you look at San Francisco covered this in the past three meetings. Yeah, I'm not going any further. They've buried. I, I'm with you. We'll take seven. I don't know how you lose to the Rams in cup plays a quarter. How do you lose to the Rams? How do you blow a, a lead like that in the fourth quarter? Come Shout on. Shout out to me for having Rams money line, man. And we, we both had Rams money line because the line looked very weird. But it was just, I I don't know. I don't think Seattle's that good. I the Niners, that I think, bet. are. I think the Niners are a really good football team. I actually thought that bet lost. I thought that bet lost. I oh, went back and saw that they won. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah. oh, really? It should have. Seattle settled for like a 55-yarder to end the game, and they, and they missed. But still, I don't think Seattle's great. And I think the Niners, you can argue, honestly, Philly, nice win against Kansas City. I still have questions about Philly in general. I think Niners and uh, and the Eagles are inevitable in the NFC title game. So now that is a very good bet, Eric, and I like it. CMC for a touchdown and Niners money line at minus one thirty-seven. That's not a bad price. I'm not even mad. That's not a bad price at all. I wow. I might bet that. That's not a bad price at all. I don't know if you okay. agree with me, but I I just see the Eagles and the Niners in the NFC title game being inevitable. 
Yeah. I just think it's going to be Niners this time. Yeah, I agree. But I, I think in general, those are the two teams that I'm looking at. I feel and, like I tweeted that at one point, like, yo, can we just fast forward to when Eagles and Niners are playing? I think I said that after a week. But yeah, the point is the Seahawks are nowhere near the same caliber as the Niners. That was the point of what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think this is a route. I'm really I'm I'm going chalk here. I'm with you. I'm going chalk. Where is it at? Do we have the drop in this? Yep. All right, let's see here. Before we get into our lock and anytime touchdown. Oh, wait, no, we got DFS. Before we get to our DFS, got to talk to you about prize picks because prize picks is the place to go to where you can play along community plays. Rapper Meat Mills is on prize picks. You have Andrew Schultz, comedian, on prize picks as well. You can go follow some of their plays on prize picks. And they also offer you a really good reboot bonus, which is injury insurance. Everybody that's been talking about, oh, my player got hurt in the first half. If you had Cooper Cup last week and after he got hurt in that first half, they would have rebooted your Cooper Cup play because he did not play in that second half. So make sure you get you tap in the prize picks for that reboot bonus. We are looking here. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Code SGPN. Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. And we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for it. NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer, they have a whole bunch of historical stats and data, plus that parlay optimizer tool. I'm trying to tell you, it's really, really good. It gives you green, red, lets you know the hit rate of your parlay, the expected probability, all that you need. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN get 50% off the first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, Scott, uh, you got a DFS on FanDuel? I got yeah. uh, By the way, I forgot quickly to mention some props. I uh, like Kittle over 51 and a half receiving yards of minus 115. He's had okay. at least 78 in four straight games, had 93 plus in two of the last three games against Seattle. First touchdown scores give me Debo at nine to one, four touchdowns in three career games against the Seahawks, not including the playoff game where he went nuts. And you also have Ayuk at nine to one. He has a touchdown, two straight games. All right. What's your DFS lineup? All right, so I'm going to start off. Once again, this is not a showdown lineup, so it's actually going to be a full-fledged yep, DFS. Yep, full-fledged lineup. DFS. Uh, I got I got Dak at the quarterback spot. Washington can't stop the pass. So I'm just going to read it off, I guess, by position. I got uh-huh. Dak at the quarterback spot. I got McCaffrey at running back because he's a walking touchdown. I threw in Antonio Gibson at the moment as my second running back. He was limited on Monday, so I think he actually might play. And he is a pretty decent pass catcher. So I do think that he, if he ends up playing, might give you some PPR value at a low mm-hmm. budget. So I went with him. Give me C.D. Lamb for the stack. I think Lamb and and Dak are going to have a, ma- a monster game. The Lamb had a touchdown last week, but he only had like 30 yards against Carolina. I see him going off in this game. I got Dotson. I think he's in line for a good game. Had a decent amount of touchdowns recently, too. So give me mm-hmm. Dotson as my other receiver. I got Jamison Williams with the Lions. I think he's going to be a low-budget guy. Caught a touchdown last week. I think he can find an opening in the defense, and mm-hmm. I do think that Jair is going to end up guarding Aminra, so I think that Williams might get a decent spot at low ownership. I got Ferguson at my tight end spot. Uh, once again, Washington's bad against tight ends. I got Smith and Jigba at my receiver at 5,400. Seattle might get killed. I think that Njigba is an underrated receiver. Maybe a bit of touchdown upside there. And I got Niners defense, so I think might sack Geno a bunch. That's my lineup. 
All right. Let's see here. I am going contrarian with mine. And so kicking things off, I am doing a Sam Howell stack. And I'm going with Sam Howell. Give me Terry McLaurin. And I will take Logan Thomas for, nah, I don't know. I might not want Logan Thomas. Well, right. Cowboys, Cowboys linebackers are completely destroyed because Van Der Esch might retire. So that's not a bad Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go with Thomas. It's, it's super contrarian. I really wanted to get Kittle in there, and I still may. I'm actually making this up on the fly. But because I didn't prepare, of course. So that's my stack. I'm going with Sam Howell's stack. Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas. Bring back with C.D. Lamb because that defense is very, very bad. I did like that angle. Going with... Uh, I'm so split between Montgomery. I, I guess I'll take a cheaper... which Whichever one fits the salary between Gibbs and Montgomery, I really think both of them can have really good days with that Packers defense being so bad against the run, like abysmal against the run. I'll take Montgomery because I think he's going to be the lower owned of the two. For my defense, let's go with. I kind of want to take Commander's defense, but I know that, you did nine that, sacks last week for what it's worth. I know, I know, but it's the Giants though. It's also the yep. Giants. So, are you expecting Dak to hand over a pick six on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I actually do think that is a very good possibility of happening. Um. Okay, who else do we like here? I need another receiving option. I need a couple of receiving options, actually. Mm-hmm. Christian Watson. You can throw him out there. I kind of want somebody low on under the radar because you know how these Thanksgiving days. I mean, I took Williams as my under the radar guy, but I also have Lamb in there. So I think Debo's underrated in the spot, but he's still expensive. Debo's owned Seattle in years past. He has. All right, so let's go with Christian Watson. Okay. He breaks one. He had a touchdown. And I'm just going to go all in on Commanders on this lineup. Give me Commanders defense. I'm going to go all in on Commanders. I, I, knew, I know you knew that that was going to happen, but. Of course. But I'm not going to hate on it. I mean, if you want to yeah. try to win a big pool, you got to be unique. Yeah, super unique. And this is a very unique lineup. Because I'm adding Jackson Smith and the Jigma as my last flex option. So it reads Sam Howell, Christian McCaffrey, David Montgomery, CeeDee Lamb, Terry McLaurin, Christian Watson, Lance Thomas, Jackson Smith and Jigma, and Commanders. Honestly, truly, if the Commanders defense like gives that off Cowboys offense hell, I'm winning. Because nobody has Commanders. Probably not. And I believe it because I think Commanders are going to win. I don't think it's a shootout. I think commanders win comfortably. And in the third quarter, I'm eating turkey and realizing that I just cashed a commander's four to one bet. So shout out. If you want my score prediction for that game, by the way, I got Cowboys 34 20. That's my thoughts on that game. All right. Lock and anytime touchdown for my lock. Commanders plus 11. Okay. For my anytime touchdown. I'm really torn between the tight ends in that game because I think every tight end has a good chance to score. Yeah, give me Logan Thomas at 3-1. to one. I, I agree. Those da- those Dallas linebackers are struggling. Tremble at a touchdown last week against them. Yeah. Give me 
me Logan Thomas, 3-1. I'm with you. All right. Uh, so for my lock, uh, I think I'm going to go with Dak passing yards in this one. Dak's going to do what he always does, in my opinion, which is pad his numbers against bad teams, especially at home. They've been very good at home this season. I think the commander's defense is a lost cause. Reminder, Ron Rivera, defensive background. And you have the worst passing defense in the league. Why are you still there? I don't know. We're going to find out. But anyway, I think that Dak's going to put up big numbers. Give me Dak over on passing yards. I think it was 275.5, 277.5. I think he breaks 300. So I'll go with his passing yards as my lock. For my anytime touchdown, give me Jake Ferguson at 210. I think that's a solid option. He had a touchdown, I believe, not last week, but I think two weeks ago against the Giants. But anyway, I mentioned it before. Commanders have allowed five touchdowns to opposing tight ends in the last seven games. That's abysmal. Give me Ferguson to find an opening play-action pass. I'll take Ferguson touchdown at plus 210. All right. Anything else for people to forget about here, Scott? Not really. Once again, happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Make sure you enjoy and spend time with people you want to spend time with. All that, this, that, and third, blah, blah. And catch some bets, especially with the Commanders. I'm telling you, Commanders going to find a way to win that game. I'm so sold on it. All right. Well, what's fun about the show bet, man? You're still trying to beat me. I'm 2-0. Hey, man. All streaks must come to an end. Well, this was good, though. We needed a show bet. It's been like... Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar ended the Undertaker streak. That's when I knew that no winning streak was safe. When a when a winning streak and a scripted <laughs> event gets broken, no winning streak is safe. None. Wait, scri- scripted? What do you mean? Scripted? Oh, yeah. What? Who? Scripted? Yeah. Who what? said that? Who said that? What? Huh? All right. For the three people that are watching with us live, make sure you like the video for you or uh, get up out of here. And for everybody else that comes through, listening to your airways, make sure you like, give us a review, do whatever. Other than that, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy holidays, whatever you, whatever you call it, whatever you do. And shout out to Commanders. Other than that, I have nothing else to say. Nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here. <laughs>